Hello, my name is Fran. Welcome to the Heal Into Your Awakening podcast. How have you guys been doing? We are at the end of the year and it's still mind-boggling to me. I have so much to share with you guys. But first and foremost, I would like to say a huge thank you to everyone who emailed and DM'd me on Instagram. I appreciate y'all. I know energetically I'm aligned, right? But actually seeing a physical manifestation of that through messages and having me interact with people who are also on that journey, who have been aligned with my podcast and my experiences and, and the lessons that I've learned is also helping them in their journey. It makes me be able to sit here with much more enthusiasm, right? So having this platform is one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life. It's one of the scariest things because there is a part of me on a soul level that wants to do this, that understands that this is part of my purpose. But on a human ego conscious level, it is hard because I know that in order for me to be here and to do this, I need to be at my most authentic self. And authenticity involves being vulnerable. Vulnerability is the core of being authentic. And um, that has been hard for me, right? To be able to shed my layers on, um, on a podcast has been very hard. But I believe myself to be a healer. I believe myself to be someone who came into this incarnation to be in service. And when I sit here and I talk, I feel at peace. I feel at home. And as much as my body and my ego fights it, I know that this is what I should be doing. Yeah, so I'm back. (laughs) And um, I'm back because of Everyone that reached out to me, one, I am back because of the synchronistic things that happened to me on my break. I am back because I feel renewed. I feel like I have learned a lot of lessons and I am at a place to be able to share. I also believe that when you are in a position that I'm in right now, it is very important to be mindful of your energy And even though I want to be in service, even though I want to be able to share my experiences with you guys, I want to make sure that I'm at a right place. I want to make sure that I'm not in a receiving state when I'm given. I want to make sure that I'm balanced and energetically aligned to have received the message and be in a position to deliver the messages that I'm in. So I apologize when I take breaks. I'm going to try and be more consistent And um, I appreciate, again, every single person that liked, followed my page, DM'd me, and sent me emails. Thank you guys so, so much. It means everything to me. I'm going to give a little, you know, snippet of what's been going on. You know what? It's kind of the topic anyways. Like, whatever I'm going to cover today is part of what has been happening with me. I wanted to talk about self trust, building self-credibility, having a solid relationship with yourself. So I have been contemplating about the most appropriate conversation to have 
following my hiatus. And um, there are so many things that I feel like are important as far as our conversation is concerned, but it didn't, nothing really energetically stick, like nothing really settled with me. And um, the other day I was um, scrolling down social media lane on Instagram and um, I came across a profile of one of my friends. She had accomplished something that I have been wanting to do for a really long time. Said a little prayer for her and I liked the, 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 the post and I commented and it and with all my heart, I meant every single thing that I said. And I wished her all the best, right? And um, I caught that. And I was like, man, what happened? Because my baseline, again, is of someone who beats themselves up a lot, right? Even if something is somewhat okay, once it's not perfect or I don't have an absolute control over it, I will beat myself up and I will say things to myself that I wouldn't want other people saying to me. And I didn't think much of it. I just navigated life even after my awakening. I just, I still carried a lot of those things until I started to really pay attention to words and the fact that words are spells, I decided to trace my steps back because, and while tracing my steps back, I started to realize that I have been on a roll in regards to just feeling content and in alignment and just working on my stuff and just trusting God, trusting myself that everything will come as is, but just being in alignment and just being happy and grateful for my journey. And I was like, where, how, right? Did I, how did I come up with this? Where did it, where did this come from? Because again, if, if you're someone like me who experienced childhood trauma, who has codependent tendencies, you know how much how much you beat yourself up, how much the action of others affect you, how much of a prison you, you're in, in your own head. And when I started to notice shift, there were like very subtle things that I was doing. It was like, how did we get here? I wanted to know how I got here to be able to share that with someone, especially my folks that DM me and told me about their journey and how similar it was to mine. I wanted to be able to share this. And I and I decided to just sit, meditate on it, and see where I came from. Right? So I'm going to share two mantras right now because it just came in my head and I don't want to forget it. Feelings are not facts. That was the mantra that literally saved my life, right? Including everything else that I was doing, feeling are not facts, created so much freedom for me. And I wanted to share that, right? Because I feel like that particular mantra played a big part. One of the most important things that I use as a base 
in regards to being intentional is that everything is transactional, Fran. Everything you do in regards to everyone has to come from you, right? But the relationship you have with yourself is transactional. You can't affirm your way into a better life. There has to be of inspired action in order for you to move forward. So I share those two because I'm not, I didn't want to forget and I feel like they're very, very important. So last year, I experienced some shifts, right? And they were very, very important in regards to my my me evolving into who I am right now. And there was like a six to eight months period of my life that was trying, guys. When I say I was going through it, I was going through it. So um, for one, I decided during the pandemic that I wanted to have a career change and get into real estate. I left my job that I was at for a couple of years. And then business also wasn't going well at all. My financial safety blanket was kind of mm, not so safe. <laughs> I laugh at it now, but I'm telling you guys, last year wasn't no laughing matter. During that time, you know, I applied for unemployment because I had to be home with my son. And then my job fired me because they wanted me back. And the daycares were still, well, not daycares, but schools were still closed. And I couldn't go back. So they fired me because they said that. I quit. <laughs> so I had no income for a little over a year because the, the system, the unemployment system was so backed up and there was just so much different things going on with fraud and all this nonsense. They stopped paying me and then I needed to get an adjuster. That took about a couple of months. And then when I got the adjuster, my kids got denied. And then I appealed it. That took a couple of months for me to even get an appeal. And it was just so much. And in that time, it took, it was almost a year of not getting paid anything, right? And um, it was just, it was a lot that was going on during that time that spirit put me to work. I went through my savings and I had something that I hate doing. Not only went through my savings, like most people say they have a, they have about six months, you know, of, of bills. I had around that, but a little bit more. And at a certain point was like, I would have been left for like two, $300. And it was just like, what am I going to do? There were days where I just laid in my room, looked at my son and I'm a single mom. I mean, his dad helps, but I have to hold my weight too. You know? So it was like, where do I even start? You know? And of course I'm an emotional eater. So <laughs> I was eating my way through this experience. And I remember days I would just light my candle on my altar and just cry. And I was like, I can't believe y'all making me go through this. I can't believe that one, God, my spiritual team, my higher self is allowing me to go through this. Like, I, I don't deserve this. Like, why am I experiencing this? And in that time, I was able to manifest. I did a quantum leap. I manifested like $5,000 and I'm like, what? 
So even though I've manifested some things, but it has not necessarily been a priority of my healing and shifting my mindset has been my primary priority. But I had to like incorporate every single thing that I knew that I had learned over time about spirituality. I had to make make sense of that in that period. And now when I think of it, I was going through tests before graduation, right? Like I believe that earth is school. Every time we evolve, right before that, we experience some shakeup, which serves as a test, an exam, and then we graduate to the next level. And then we experience that high of being in a, uh, having have graduated. And then, you know, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So um, I didn't realize that, you know, and again, I had this relation, this strained relationship with my mom that I wanted to change. And I know that my mom, I know she wants a relationship with me, but accountability is not something that she was going to take hold of. And that is something that my adult conscious self needed. But the little girl within me, they didn't care. So I'm over here like trying to nurture her and be like, yo, chill, sit down. I know you're excited. That's your mom. But I know better. I got us, right? And she's like, no, I just want to be cool with my mom. And I had to navigate not necessarily undermining my reality because I feel like a big part of my childhood is why I'm here and what, and I didn't want anyone to deny that, but I also had to choose peace over being right. And it, it, it bothered me so much, right? Because my mom just completely shifted responsibility on everybody else but herself with what happened to me as a kid. And speaking of what happened to me as a kid, you know, my mom's cousin and sister that took care of me. And I think I, the last couple of episodes, I said that I had to forgive her. She passed away. And that just made me feel like there was a weight. And everything is this. There's a karmic connotation to almost a lot of these experiences that happened. And I feel like she, she was waiting for me to be able to forgive her, right? Not to say she was waiting for me to die or whatever, but something needed to happen because I don't think that, because she's been sick before, a lot of things that happened before, but after this experience where we made peace and we we're able to laugh with each other and I was able to send some money to her and, and she and she just died just from just a quick little cold or flu or whatever. And even though I didn't have the money like that, at this point, I you know, I didn't have nothing. Um, my savings were depleted. I, we had to bury her because back home there isn't really much about life insurance. Like my mom had to bury her and I had to find money when I didn't have it to bury her. Someone that abused me physically as a kid and where a lot of my feeling of unworthiness comes from. And it was all these things I was experiencing and I didn't even realize that I was shifting my consciousness. I didn't realize that the decisions that I was making, being intentional about who I am and my experiences were shifting me and building me into this person, creating a solid foundation with myself. I didn't know I was. And during that time, I kept seeing 444s. I kept seeing 555, 777. Every time I worried about money, I kept seeing 888s. I just kept seeing things. And I would see it and I'd be like, child, anyways, 
next, like, I was beefing with my people. Like, I was going through it too much, you know? And I was like, give me one struggle and let me handle that. You're, you're bringing everything at me. Like, how much can I take? By the summer of this year, unemployment, I got approved. They gave me a lump sum of my money. But things were getting back to normal. I realized that I didn't want to be who I was at that moment. I had gained all this weight. I had, I put so much of my power into the hands of other people, whether it's in the hands of an astrologer, in the hands of a card reader, in the hands of my close friends and family, in the hands of a potential date. And I felt constrained in my own mind. I felt like there was a me waiting to just be unleashed, but I was so dependent. Like, it was like I was hidden up in a tower, right, in my head, and I was begging other people to give me the keys to open that up. And I didn't know how to get out of that. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed about it, right? One of the ways that I started to actually put in work when it came to myself was my eating habits. I didn't like what I looked like, right? And I wanted to be better. Because, you know, when you have childhood trauma and your foundation is shaky, it's very important that you're intentional about making sure you're solid every single day. Codependency, it is an addiction and it cannot be cured. And you have to constantly be in recovery. And there are times where you're going to relapse, but you have to revert back to being in recovery. I started to actually understand that. Like, okay, if you are someone who struggles with childhood trauma and have like body dysmorphia and all these things, you can't just will it out of your life. There has to be inspired action. One of the things that I did was mirror work. I would look at my body, right? Um, one of the most important things before I started doing that is that my inner child lives within me. I am committed to that little girl. And where she resides is somewhere that needs to be nurtured. And I'm not nurturing myself. When I look at myself in the mirror and think mean things or say things to myself that I wouldn't want anyone to say to me or to say to her. So I started to redo mirror work again. I would look in the mirror and I would just take my clothes off, overweight or whatnot, whatever. And I would just speak to myself. It was my arm, like my, my back and my arms and my stomach are my problem areas. And I would look into it and I would hold my stomach and I would say, thank you. Thank you for guiding me in situations. Thank you for alerting me when things were not right and things didn't seem, when things seemed off. I appreciate that you did that for me. I appreciate that you held a being that is so special to me. I appreciate that you have eaten food and you, it were so good, but you held it down for us. I appreciate you in so many ways and I am sorry for not taking care of you in the way that I should have, right? Whether it was my arms, I thank you for being here. I thank you for holding it down, P.O.P. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I thank you for doing things for me that I don't know what I would do without you. 
And I'm, I'm sorry for not appreciating you in the way that I could have. My face, right? My dad is no longer here. And I look like that man. And there are things about him that I feel like, even though they seem like they're flaws, but I find them to be so beautiful, right? And if I can see that outside of me, something that is exactly of him, I need to appreciate that. So I started to cultivate relationship with the individual parts of my body. I started to just hold myself accountable for those parts of my body. Like I was looking for things that I could do to assist me on my journey. And I know that I wanted to shift my mind. So I contacted um, someone that I feel like my ancestors aligned us with, um, my friend, um, I call him my friend now, but I don't know if he considers me his friend, but anyways, oh well, <laughs> he's my friend, but Paul, he is on Instagram at Speak Life Hypnosis, right? I contacted him, and it's funny because right before I contacted him, I had talked to my guides, and I said, I need help. I need y'all to do stuff. I need y'all to align me with people. And um, I think he added me on Instagram. And then we started to converse. And I realized that he was Liberian. And we just developed, you know, this friendship, right? And um, he did my first session. So I switched my diet to a plant-based diet. I, I don't like to say vegan anymore. Before I used to say vegan. But veganism is an activism. And I did it more for health reasons. And I was still cooking meat for my kid or whatever. So not a vegan, I'm plant-based. So I started to eat that and I would walk for five miles every day, right? As I would walk, I started to remember things that my ancestors did that brought them to their demise, right? My dad passed away of diabetes. And there are times where I'm, I'm pretty sure people told him and he, he, my dad made a joke about everything. My other aunt, pass away from diabetes as well and every time someone would try to educate her about the disease or the she would say um i don't know if it's considered a disease so forgive me if i'm considering a disease if it's not really a disease my bad but um she would say i reject it in jesus name and it's like well <laughs> it's, it's here <laughs> but she passed away as well and i don't know about all the other ailments my the rest of my ancestors have but here i am at 32 years old making a huge shift in my life all my life i've eaten meat and here i am being intentional about what i'm eating usually when i when i gain weight i try to i go on like a crazy rad diet and i lose the weight but i was doing it slowly and i was speaking life into my body i remember one of those times when I was experiencing that right um someone came over to my house and was telling me about something someone had said about me and if I was someone who had a solid relationship with myself it wouldn't have mattered but those words lingered because those are things that I was already telling myself. And I, I knew that I needed to change. One day, I drove to the gym and I sat in that parking lot and I bawled my eyes out. Because I knew that this was far beyond weight gain. And I knew that even if I went to that gym today and I lost this weight, I would still find something about myself to hate. And um, I 
just started praying to God and I started calling on my guides and I said, please help me. I don't know how to get out of this. I am stuck. I'm tired of being my own enemy. I'm tired of hating myself in a way that I do. I have learned so much and I know better, but I, I don't know how to get out of this. I, I have practiced all these things that I speak about. Yes, absolutely. And they shift my mind sometimes for the most part. But like right now, for the last couple of months, I feel like crap and I don't know what to do about it. And I need help. I can't do it by myself. And um, I went to that gym. There, those people are probably like, why are I so puffy? <laughs> but I went inside. I got on that treadmill. And I started to envision me, right? Every single time I got on that treadmill, I pictured her. So one time, the other day, I went to the store. During that time, not the other day, but that couple of months ago. I went to the store, and I saw this outfit that I really liked. I purposely got the size that I know that I want to be when I get it. And once I reach that size, I'm going to take a picture with the me that I envision, and I'm going to do my hair and everything, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all know, like, okay, this is what I was thinking about, what y'all think. But I picture her every time just looking at me, right? So I started to incorporate quantum physics into my <laughs> my everyday practice. I pictured her just looking at me and cheering me on. I would picture my ancestors with me, just egging me on, like, you got this. This is a transformational time in your life. And this has... Nothing to do with my weight loss. This just had something to do with just putting effort in myself and trying to love myself. Like before, I would try to lose weight by being at a serious calorie deficit and busting my behind in the gym and losing this weight. But this is the first time in my life as an adult, a conscious, aware person that is teaching myself, retraining myself to just love myself regardless of my circumstance and um so that was that one of the things that i have is a mission statement and um i started to read my mission statement every single day every single day i read my mission statement and one of a part of my mission statement is i engage in meaningful and healthy relationships that are filled with love, reciprocity, support, and emotional fulfillment, right? Um, another part is that I serve as an inspiration to others by living a life of integrity, compassion, generosity, and unconditional love. I took those two elements <laughs> of my mission statement and I applied it in my everyday life. Every morning when I woke up, I asked God, Source, Universe, however you refer to the higher power, to put me in the position to be in service. And one time, actually, I went to the YMC and this, this old lady was like, can you tie my shoes? And I was like, really? That's 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 what y'all want me to do? Sure. And um, Or just something as small as... Um, paying it forward no one was no one knew what I was doing I mean I'm talking about it now but I would just pay for the, the cup of coffee of the person in the back and it started to make me feel good right because I love being in service of other people and but not at the point of depletion right another thing that I I started to do was also 
pay attention to my relationships. Decipher who, what, and how I wanted out of each relationship. Created circles. I have my inner circle. I have people that I'm cool with. And if you are a giver, you're an empath. That is so important because your inner circle should be people that you know you trust. You know how you're right or die, that you would do anything for and they would do anything for you. And they have proven that through action and words. Those are the people that you can, I wouldn't say overextend, but you'll get, you can get away with that. And then the other people, I give because I'm available to give and create boundaries, right? When you start to create boundaries with your life, these things are important and that's why everything is transactional comes in. So I started becoming more intentional the entire of 2021. I was just mindful of that. If I found myself thinking or speaking to myself in a way that was not in alignment with who I wanted to be or who I knew myself to be, I snapped out of it. I'm, I'm not like a huge meditator. I try to do at least 10 to 15 minutes of just practicing mindfulness or straight out meditation. And the one thing that I got out of it is that I, this mind over here is a chatterbox and I had the ability to observe it, right? So now when I'm chattering into the nonsense, my friend cut it out. And then I bring myself back into me or I reaffirm myself by saying something that I know is in alignment with who I want to be. And slowly but surely, I built this relationship with myself that I am still cultivating, but I know that someone out there is yearning to build with themselves. And I am here to say, my brother and my sister, I got you. This is what I did. And moving forward, I'm going to try and share a little bit more. I'm going to try and be a little bit more vulnerable so you know that you're not alone. We're all on a journey. We're all in school. We can all copy off of each other. But most importantly, you have to trust yourself. You have to have a solid relationship with yourself. You have to take yourself out of the mental prison you have yourself in. You have to take the keys away from the people that you have given it to and give it back to yourself. You have to nurture yourself. Let me tell you something. You cannot be for anyone. You are not for yourself. I'm caring. I'm loving. I'm nurturing. Are you able to do that for yourself? Are you that to yourself first? Because if you're not, you're something else, but you're not those words. And I've, had to learn that and um so <laughs> i think i'm gonna end here and again i'm gonna go deeper into the conversation but um i look forward to talking about this again i can be reached at heal into your awakening at gmail.com i am on instagram at heal into your awakening and um yeah shoot me a dm please like share and subscribe share this with someone who you feel like needs to hear this again i love you guys so much i'm so glad that i'm back and um bye